do, do, do you queer, 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 queer what I queer, do you queer what I queer? This is Dick Wayne. Tom. Elliot. Hi, Tom. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Tom. And hi, listener. Thanks for tuning in to... Do. You. Queer. What? I. Queer. That's Tom. And that's Elliot. And we're Dickwick. And thanks for tuning in. We hope you're well. Yeah, we hope that you're healthy and that you're, you know, really settling into the space today. Uh, Settling into the space. I certainly am. We're recording in my new apartment. Mm -hmm. And it feels delectable. Yeah, it's delicious, some would say. Um, I wanted to... uh, So we have an in-house guest with us today. Uh, And before we get to uh, uh, him... We have some just some little businessy bits. Yeah, to talk little little through. little bit bits. Um, before we get do like business bits, can you just tell people um the importance of the space that we're in and like why it feels a little bit weird to to be in this space? Like w- like Tom moved into an apartment that belonged to a group of our friends previously. Oh, I see what you're getting who, at. Right, who, who used to hold um pride parties, mm-hmm. sort of like. Uh, very raucous, large Pride parties called Pride of Palooza, yeah. and we have attended the past few years. And certainly last year, you really made your mark on the party. That's upsetting. That's not where I was hoping <laughs> this was going, but that is that did happen. I thought you were. <laughs> I think listeners it. might actually remember that um, that messy Pride last year. Yeah, um, it's just it's very weird to be in this space and to be like calm and settled and my initial reaction is like i need to black out in the bathroom or something if you you need to do that i support you that's really nice but it's also 1 p.m on a (laughs) tuesday so that's the other weird thing it's daytime daytime. we're sober we're sober in a place where you usually are not sober um we have another in-house guest which last time you'll remember we went off the rails off the rails um with energy so So let's hope we do the same here we'll try uh on an important note for dickwick Mm -hmm. we turn Three years old <gasps> this week. Oh my god! It is our fucking birthday, and wow. I just remembered. Oh my that. god, Thomas! Cheers! <laughs> cheers! Cheers, Oscar! Who's timing? And that's fine. <laughs> Thank you. That's exciting. Three years. How many guests? Like ninety or something? Something like that. Lots of laughs, lots of tears, mm-hmm. a fight or two. Yeah, some spin-outs, some spin-ins. Some spin-outs and ins. Yeah, um, it's a, basically a figure skating routine. Literally. I'm Scott Moore, your Tessa Virtue. I wish I knew what that is. I only know that I'm going to break your kneecaps later. (laughs) Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, Our (laughs) listeners will understand those references because gays love figure skating. Of course. Um, Another thing. Yes. Just before, Oscar, you're such a a kind guest, just sitting there nodding your head and smiling. Um, uh, Politics is a thing we talk about sometimes, and there's a new conservative leader in Canada. Do you hear those sirens? That's that's, for the new conservative leader, yeah. And it's quite, he's quite a frightening man, from (laughs) what I can tell. Mm -hmm. Uh, His slogan is, take Canada back. Okay, can we unpack that for a second? (laughs) Sure, I'd love to unpack Do you want to get into that? Um, I'm really confused about that. So, from what I can tell, I think... I think he means take Canada back from radical protesters. Okay. <laughs> okay. But take Canada back, as I'm sure everyone can agree with, is like strongly resembling a certain slogan to the south of us. Right. Potentially yeah. there's an M and A, a G and an A in that slogan. That's right. Yeah. So who knows? Like we might all be wearing that slogan on our red hats sometime soon. Are you going to wear a Take Canada Back hat? Is that what you're saying? I, If I can defile it in some way. Oh, I that's will. great. That's fantastic. I can poop in it and then put it on your head if you want. But the, you, know, you know I'd actually like that, so don't <laughs> do that. Um, but I don't... Yucky. Like I know that we're laughing about it 
and having a good time making fun of this old white bean of a man. Mm-hmm. But it's actually very troubling mm-hmm. and quite upsetting. Can you let our listeners know some of Aaron O'Toole's politics and his platform? Well, oh, oh right. So he he said he will march in the Pride Parade if there are um, uh, uniformed police allowed in. We don't want you. Also, what is this, 2016? Like, we're past that. Stop I trying to make that, that happen. I saw that defund the CBC. So, yeah, let's get rid of public broadcasting. That sounds great. But I want to focus on the slogan for one second. And okay. I read something interesting on social media today that I'm just going to share. I'm assuming that conservatives aren't advocating solidarity with indigenous people with this slogan. After all, didn't we settlers take the land from them? Who gets to take Canada back? Who exactly took Canada away from the straight white males? Who are the latter fighting? Are they fighting immigrants, refugees, people who live in cities or in provinces other than Alberta or Saskatchewan, women who dare to assert control over their reproductive systems, LGBTQ2 plus folks who are trying not to be assaulted and murdered, poor Canadians, Canadians struggling with homelessness, mental health or addiction or disabilities, racialized Canadians. By framing federal politics in this country as a power struggle between the privileged conservatives and everyone else, Tories are sowing more seeds of Republican-style division and hate. Canada doesn't need more power in the hands of wealthy, white, Christian, straight men. Way to grow your appeal beyond your base, Aaron O'Toole. Hope you enjoy your time as conservative leader. Hopefully it will be quite short. Okay. So not I read even... that from Chris Fisher, by the way. Who is, oh, um, thank you. A, 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 a companion of mine. Um, oh, a companion? Okay. <laughs> not in this actual Wow. Um, yeah, not even this Palm Bay can get the bitter taste out of my mouth that that, you know, that, that reality is bringing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the theory, potentially, what is going on is that Take Canada Back is actually a subversive slogan for the left oh, yes. to undermine the right. And maybe yes. this is like a Hunger Games situation where the games master <laughs> is working for the whatever the fucking right-wing conservatives, but he's really sowing the seeds of dissent. <laughs> so perhaps right. perhaps right. Aaron O'Toole is leaving breadcrumbs to, destab- like, to destabilize the system. Um, that is a really exciting theory. Well, I would say almost first. for certain that you're incorrect. I am incorrect, yes. I want you. I'm, I'm so very into it being right. Let me hope. Let me dream. <laughs> Sad. Okay, well, <laughs> do you have any fun news? Um, I do. Well, I do have some fun news. We have a special guest in front of us today. Oscar Moreno. Hello. 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 Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you so much, Oscar, for being here. I'm so excited. Thanks for being here. I'm very excited to have you as my first guest in my new apartment and a a guest in person. Because I hate Zoom interviews. I know we've had some good ones. Yes. All good ones, actually, but... Yeah. Yeah. This you, is so much more. Yeah. No, there's nothing like being actually in the same room. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, like, you're both theater people. You're both actors. You know the the electricity of, you know, bouncing off people's body language and picking up on the beat. And you can't do that when your computer's freezing. Bouncing off bodies. Yeah. I love that. You know what I mean? Different Dipping type of in. electricity energy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, Oscar, why don't you introduce yourself and why you're here? All right. Oh, no. As I knock over Palm Bay can. <laughs> yes, I did say it was 1 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> We're 12 years old, apparently. Hello, everyone. Everyone, uh, my name is Oscar Moreno. I uh, recently adopted the title of Star Stage and Screen because oh. uh, I had my film debut in a film called Stage Mother that came out on Friday. Yay! Um, congratulations! Very thank, congratulations! Thank you so much. Yeah. So I'm like, as far as uh, you know, like, so I'm an actor, obviously here, based out of Toronto. I'm Colombian born. I grew up in London, Ontario, and I've just been living here in Toronto for just over ten years. I moved here in 2009. 
and making it happen slowly mm -hmm. but surely. Amazing. Um, so, tell us about the movie. All right. So, Sage Mother. Uh, it follows Jackie Weaver, who is a two-time Oscar nominee. Her name, her character's name is Maybelline Metcalf. And so she's estranged from her son. And at the beginning of the film, she basically goes over to San Francisco because she realizes that she's inherited his drag bar. And so um, after she sees sort of how the bar is struggling, she meets the queens that also worked at the bar, which includes myself as Tequila Mockingbird. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I didn't pick that up when I read that. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, it's kind of like, it, it's a very sort of heartwarming movie. It's a, it's definitely a comedy with some serious undertones because obviously the circumstances it's quite dark. But because she's a Texas choir master, she teaches the queens how to sing instead of lip sync and totally revitalizes the the drag bar of her of her son. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. um, I want to get more. I have several questions to ask, but I would be remiss if I didn't go back and find out how everyone's feeling today <gasps> in the form of a color. Oh my god, we jumped true. the gun. I know. I was just so excited about our birthday celebration. Yeah, that's true. Um, Elliot, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, okay. So, my, you know, you know when they remaster old Disney movies. And like what used to be kind of like um, uh, a washed out color is then like almost too vibrant. Oh, um, yeah. I feel like the remastered version of Maleficent's Castle from the original Sleeping Beauty. Um, there's. I some... wish you'd be more specific, please. <laughs> oh, I can. Yeah, I know. I'm really glad you asked. There's some, um, yeah, you know, really sure what you're getting. like slate grays. There's a little bit of taupe in there, um, but then most of all is like these deep blacks with with um, lime green flames. Um, so, you know, I'd love to tell you more, but then I'd have to kill you, Tom. So that's, that's how I'm feeling. Please tell me more then. <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> you, you know, so just very, just very average. It's just a very average day of feelings and colors for me. For you, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Tom, what's your color I today? would say my color is like an aquamarine. <laughs> so here I am standing on like a dock. Okay. I know that all, a lot of times my colors are water-based. Yeah, they because are. Because they are fucking water-based. Whoa, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Defend yourself. And I'm looking out over the water. So the waters is in colors of the sky. It's this weird aquamarine. Mm -hmm. And that uh, the, it's very tranquil. The water is quite still. And in the distance, in the not so far distance, it's blackness. Okay. It's like gray and it's like rolling in. Mm. But like as of right now, I'm enjoying the peace. But I see that it's about to be massively disrupted. I think that's me coming over the winds. I think that's my Maleficent clouds <laughs> rolling onto your nice... At first I thought you meant ejaculating, but oh. I think it's probably both. It's both, yeah. literally. Different kinds yeah. of winds. That is what happens when I come, so... Um, Oscar, what's your color? How are you feeling? My color uh, is uh, periwinkle. <gasps> yeah, cute. Because you know, it, you know, it, it can sort of seem like a little pastel color. Sometimes it can be very moody. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, but it, but it's subtle at the same time, and so uh, periwinkle is definitely my choice. Although now that I you know hear your answers, perhaps I should have gone with a color scheme <laughs> no, instead sorry. of uh, just no, a singular color. You did it right, and we did it wrong. <laughs> right. We can't play our that's own correct. game properly. So um, periwinkle, that's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Tom, we need to get our shit together. Like, yeah, in fact, green. In fact, we do. <laughs> I'm green. I'm red. Period. Um, okay, let's let, let's roll back to a time. Let's before roll on the back colors. because transitions are really fun for us mm -hmm. and always quite clunky. Yeah. So, how did you get involved in the movie? So, uh, Stage Mother, I auditioned for it like in um, 
like summer of 2018. Oh, wow. Because at the time I was doing a show called the Ding Dong Girls at the Fringe Festival, uh, which kind of had to do with like this group of five young gays who wanted to go out on Church Street and debauchery ensues. Mm -hmm. And as they're trying sort of like drag in a very amateur way. Um, and so that kind of consumed my entire summer so much so that like I would like cry at rehearsals being like, I love this story and I think we could do so much with it. I became ding donged, for lack of a better word. <laughs> and so, um, but I one, watched that. Same. But one of the writers, one of the writers, Chris Richards, uh, who also works in casting, he got an email after we finished the show from the casting director in Halifax, who was like, "Hey, do you happen to know any like young men that have any drag experience?" He's like, "I happen to know five. and so he passed on the breakdown to all of us. Um, and for me, like, like doing the sides was so like natural because we had I had already been doing this Mindy Mellon's character for you know like three months by mm -hmm. this point and so like it was e very easy to sort of like associate as like oh Dusty Muffin is Mama oh Joan is our Marnie like all these it was it felt like the same sort of characters right to me and so uh I saw the breakdown I saw Tequila Mockingbird I'm like mm, this chick is definitely me <laughs> Uh, and so my one of my friends from the show, Graham uh, Conway, he helped me do the self tape, and it was very challenging because it's the it's like a group scene that happens when me when the drag queens meet Maybelline for the first time, and I literally only had five lines, but it was like a five page scene. Uh huh. So like the majority of the self tape was like I was like putting on makeup, like looking around, like I barely spoke in the entire self tape. And so I submitted it. I was like, I'm happy with my work. Didn't hear back for a few months. Fast forward to like almost Labor Day. I'm supposed to go to Kitchener to do a contract um, for a theater for a theater company. And I receive a call from my agent being like, hey, like they're still interested in you, but we're not sure yet. And I was like, well, you need to tell me right now because I'm about to do this contract. And like there's a penalty if I get out too you know too close to the rehearsal time right so we kind of put on that pressure on production and we're like well we're gonna have to pay the penalty because it was two weeks before the rehearsal started oh wow and um and with equity it's like you have to pay the theater two weeks worth if you pull out that early mm. and so we use that as like a negotiating thing but like well if you pay us you know what this penalty is then uh, i think we can make it happen for oscar to pull out and then go to halifax because all of it was shot in halifax i was there for an entire month oh wow um so, yeah, but there was a lot of sort of rearranging that needed to happen, but, I mean... It, so, this was shot all well before COVID, is what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. Right. It all happened, like, in 2018. I had, like, long, curly hair that oh, went really? down to my okay. shoulders. Like, I was just, you know, I was living my fantasy with, with like... With my hair specifically, that's kind of like the big thing when I watch... <laughs> when I watch the film again, I'm just like, oh my god, like... Because it was hard to maintain those curls. Like, I was happy, like, when I got out of the shower. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, am I am I little Latina Annie? I'm Anita. But, like, <laughs> literally anything, like, any wind blows or, like, anyone touches my hair and it's like... Pfft. So I was just, um, you know, after, like, a year and a half of having the long hair, I was like, okay, time to chop, chop. Mm -hmm. Are you going to continue to do drag? Is that something that you miss now that production stopped? I mean... I always joke that if my career went nowhere by the time I'm 30, that I would just try drag. Right. Uh, <laughs> Hear that, everyone? Drag is plan B. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, thankfully, I feel like my, my career is going somewhere. But I mean, I, at the same time, like doing that film, because 
you know the fr- like the fringe festival thing like it was like super light makeup mm-hmm. and like my drag experience was I did a you know a, an hour show in heels right so like it, um it's very limiting but I mean just being part of the set and obviously like because of that film that's actually when I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race and like consuming like as much queer media right. that had drag queens in any shape or form like I watched it all even though I knew of their existence of course but mm-hmm. I never had taken the time to do it um, you know kind of really made me realize it's like oh shit no you actually have to be like a one man theater company to pull this off well right. you know like you have to be a makeup designer you have to be a wardrobe designer ideally you can sew as well you know have concepts you know know what the story is about you know no even if you're not singing like at least where the breaths are you right know, because and you know because there's so many like details in the whole thing that you can get lost in um that i mean like i just i think i would need more money yeah <laughs> fair enough though like that's so fair. literally <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fringe fairy tale that you lived because everyone joins the fringe festival being like, oh, this might be my, this might be a chance to break out into, you know, other work. So it's just so mm. exciting that that actually happened for you. I'm like, I'm super thankful for that experience. I mean, and the Ding Dong Girls is still sort of like getting workshopped here and there. Like we had a reading like, a, like about a month ago over Zoom because the writers are still sort of developing it. Cool. Um, so... I mean, I I hope nothing for the best, like for the Ding Dong Girls, because I'm still like so obsessed with those characters, and I I want I want that show or those characters to be seen in some way, shape, or form. And to me, Stage Mother is like a little intro to that, right? Uh, obviously, very indirectly, but mm-hmm. um, I like to think about it that way. Tequila is just Mindy Melons in disguise. Tequila Mockingbird. Yeah. Um, where can people watch Stage Mother? Did it do like get a digital release online? Yeah, so it's it's available on video on demand. So uh, it's available on Google Play, on cool. iTunes. You can rent it on YouTube. It's more widely available in the states because even though we shot it in Halifax, a lot of the cast was Canadian, the crew was Canadian. It is American owned, so right. technically it's an American film. So you can find it on Amazon down there same platforms that I just mentioned but like Hulu and a bunch of other ones that I've never heard about Mm, amazing Um, we were talking before you arrived in the studio Oscar but is it true that Lucy Liu is in the film Lucy Liu is in the film yeah so I'll tell you more actually about the the, the cast so we're loopy for Lulu my my gay heart is exploding for Lucy Liu yeah yeah Yeah, so like like I mean for me this was such a big deal because I got to work with Jackie Weaver with Lucy Liu and Adrian Grenier who's Mm -hmm. like the guy from Entourage Devil Wears Prada that guy Mm -hmm. and then Maya Taylor who's uh, she's a trans actress who kind of like appeared on this scene from a film called Tangerine that was like famously shot with an iPhone and stuff like that um, and so she was also in, in our film. I mean, with Lucy, I only really got to work with her for like a day and a half, just because a lot of her scenes were with Maybelline or Nathan, right? Adrian's character. Um, but there's a there's a scene where we go into like her house and we like start getting ready and like all this stuff. So it was super fun, like seeing her come on set because she came with her own like assistant makeup artist. You know, like she came with her own team and everything. Oh, what queen! A fish. <laughs> like she was a total queen. Uh, and so we're, you know, we're doing the scenes, and like there's a little like moment of improv at the end of this like scene at her house. So like you know, I would like change up the little like the punchline at the end, and she'd be like, mm, like you know, she like make eyes at me and be like, that was funny. And at one time, like, the thing that I was like, okay, you know, Oscar, this is clearly a sign you're on the right direction. Because we were waiting for, like, the camera setups to be changed around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, w- 
I got sort of closer with her assistant because I don't know. It just seemed like more approachable at the at the time. But I'm like, I I don't even remember what the joke is because I'm blank after it happened. But like, she was just like, that was really funny. Like, extended her hand to give me a high five, and I was like, yeah, Lucy Lou, you get a high five. We are peers. Please tell me you've never washed that hand and now slap me with. Yeah, literally same. Can I lick your palm, please? Yeah, yeah. After that, I was just like, oh yeah, like I mean, she's just an actor. I'm an actor. Uh, We're both here doing a movie. This is great. So it was very definitely validating to um, absolutely to know that this, you know, all these sort of like ten years of like on and off gigs, mm-hmm. um, it's turning out to be something um, that will hopefully be memorable to you know more than just like my family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say, are you so excited for everyone to experience it and for the world to see? Like, yeah, I mean, like my family. It's it's interesting because. I mean, my mom, obviously, super excited. Like, she actually even came to set one day. She was one of the extras in, like, the club scenes oh, that we did. That's so it. cool. That's so, so, you know, cute. she was like, I got my first actra credit. That's like, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and so, obviously, and my dad is super proud, of course, because we share the same name. Like, he sent me a video of, like, the 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 credits at the end. And he was like, look at our name on the screen. And I'm oh, like, that's right, dad. I love that. <laughs> that's so, so supportive. Yeah, so they're definitely super proud. I remember when I shared the trailer with my mom, because we have like a little group chat with like my mom's side of the family. Um, and she was just like, you know, I'm actually kind of concerned about how like your uncle's going to take it because my uncle still lives in Colombia. Like, you know, they're very... I mean, Colombian generally is very Catholic, but he, he's like a subsection of Christianity that's apparently, you know, very uh-huh. super conservative, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know that, you know, I don't know how he's going to take it. And I'm like, well, mom, that sounds like your problem because yeah. it's not yeah. like yeah. I'm not going to change anything about it and the movie's going to come out. So, uh, you know, if he chooses to do something drastic because of it, so be it. But yeah. like, that's, you know, like, that's literally the point of this movie is yes. like... You know, you can come from the most conservative sort of background and still have the heart to see the good in something that's completely different from you and, and learn to accept that. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe Aaron O'Toole will watch the movie and then won't want the cops to come to Brian <laughs> <Right>. anymore. <laughs> He'll be like, is that my mama? <laughs> the Aaron O'Toole callback we were all waiting for. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I just need to cut in and just explain a few of the sounds that people are probably hearing. The soundscape. There's a lot of like tinkling of like tropical ice going on. We're <laughs> sipping on some nice little As the bartender, beverages. that's my fault. Like, no, it's, I, it's, I had to like incorporate the clunkiest ice available. I absolutely love it. And then second, Tom has locked his roommate on the balcony. Um, so if there's any like rhinoceros <laughs> clomping happening, um, it's just because he wants to come in and is not allowed to come back inside. <laughs> don't, um, I don't want the listeners to know that much about my life. How dare you? That was Soundscape Corner. I'm, I'm sorry, I needed to. <laughs> Oscar, do you have any... Um, projects coming up i know covid has sort of decimated any kind of creative endeavors yeah. but i mean like for thankfully uh i actually over the past couple of weeks i've had auditions again like it's mainly self tapes oh, but i'm cool. so excited because because of stage mother once i got like a clip from it i applied to a new agency and now like i adore my agent he's like one of the best ones in in canada so like i certainly feel like it's a matter of time before I get my recurring role in a TV show, which is what I really want. Oh, let's get oh you on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Grey's Anatomy. I really yeah, some, I want to be yeah, like I want to be a like a doctor on a yeah. show that goes on for like five seasons, yeah, and then yeah. like you know do a couple of movies here and there. The look of sheer <laughs> determination that just passed over Oscar's <laughs> face. If I anyone see. can do it, you can. Uh, <laughs> and I, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I got. 
like when I went to the Christmas party last year, I was just so like flabbergasted by all these people, like all these actors that I've seen in movies and TV and theater in Toronto that I'm like, like Annie Murphy's in our, in our, in our agency, like Jean from Kim's Convenience, uh, people from The Expanse, like they're like, they are the working actors. So like, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm confident that, and even just from the auditions that I've had so far, like they're like nine page scenes. Like it's like, but I love it. Like, and, and sorry, now I'm going to theorize on the acting <laughs> world, but uh, it takes two things. It takes determination and like hard work and talent, mm-hmm. but it also takes like luck. Absolutely. And so like these, the only thing that separates you from these other people, in my opinion, is luck and opportunity. Mm-hmm. So like if this, you know, this is going to turn into something else, which is going to turn into something else. You have to be in the right place at the right time. The right person has to see your thing. So 100%. if any, like uh, now this is like acting teacher corner, but like, <laughs> well, we need, but that. it just seems like it, it is po- like you are right there. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just a door that hasn't opened yet. It, and the opportunity thing is definitely like a hundred percent thing. Like that. I started noticing immediately. Like earlier this year, I got to audition for a fucking Broadway show and got to go to New York. Something that I never thought would happen. It always seemed so far away. I like, I'm reading for, for things that shoot like in the States for major roles in TV shows right now. That and that did not happen when, like, I was going in for the Spanish guy, or like, you know, or you know, specifically like a Spanish queer character. Which, of course, I want to play those roles, and I would play those roles. But obviously, I'd like to think that there's more to me than that. Right. Uh, absolutely. So, Good point. And my agent truly does believe that. And it's like, of course, this is your niche. Absolutely. There's no denying. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, I can see that you have potential to do so much more than that. And I'm just like, okay, if you believe in me, then I believe in me, too. That's fabulous. <laughs> that is a sign of a good agent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have a season four question. Can we ask you it? Yes, of course. Great. What does your ideal queer future look like? Okay. I mean, of course, I mean, there's a lot of sort of systemic things that would love to be addressed. But to kind of bring it back to the PSA that I mentioned at the beginning, uh, before we started recording, to keep it a little bit more local and a little bit more actionable, my ideal queer future is the re-expansion of Hanlon's Point. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. We want... Speak on it, we want, <laughs> we want... We that want... That is fucking specific. To I fill it. those surveys because Hanlon's Point, I don't know about you guys, but it's definitely a queer haven for me and for a lot of a lot of queer babies oh, yeah. and, adult, yeah. and adult and old alike. Yeah. Can you explain for our listeners that don't know Hanlon's Point what, what it is? Of course. So uh, Hanlon's Point is one of the, the areas of Toronto Island, which is just off the coast of Toronto. Um, I mean, there's like sort of like a residential area, a more sort of touristy area. And then Hanlon's Point is particularly special because it is our clothing optional beach one of few in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love going there. It's one of my favorite places in the world, comparable to only Fire Island. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the twinkle in your eyes. <laughs> I love the passion behind this. Please keep going. And uh, and so uh, I have to give credit to Freezy Girl, the, oh, the famous Freezy Girl. Freezy Girl from Hanlon's Point, Queen. who, who uh, bestowed <laughs> this information upon me, that they're doing a survey right now, um, you know, asking people to... To sort of express to the city, there's a little QR code, and maybe I can send you the link afterwards. Uh, but if you want to add it on the notes or anything, please do. Please do. About um, you know, they wanted like the city surveying the, the Toronto Islands to make sure 
and find out how it's actually being used. And right now, there's already initiatives um, to expand Gibraltar Point, which is on the south side of the island. But Hanlands, because about four years ago, there was a big sort of like flooding of the lake. And so we lost about 50% of uh, the Hanlands Point beach area that we used to have. And so, uh, ex especially considering that Gibraltar Point is being uh, expanded i think it's a good idea to let the city know especially because surveys like this definitely don't come very often so this may be our opportunity uh in you know the next 10 maybe 20 years to actually get money fund um brought to the island to make that um that part of the beach bigger again not only will it help with social distancing but just revitalize the area and you know for the mermaid cafe which is like in a Joni mitchell song you know what i mean like we don't want to lose those things mm -hmm. um so yeah, we basically stand to gain 100% of what we have right now because we lost 50% at four years ago. <laughs> Is that the Mermaid Cafe, Cafe from Carrie? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. From Hanlon's Point. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. I really like that. I really <laughs> like that. That's exciting. Um, also, for people who don't know, Freezy Girl is this absolute icon who just wanders the beach topless and has... She's now taking tap. Like, you can now pay with debit or credit. Mm, stop That's it. how iconic she's she is. She's her own business. Literally. And she has, like, a freezer bag on her hip. And are they three ounces or two ounces? She, she says it's two shots. Okay. So, yeah. there's two shots of alcohol per Freezy. Um, and there's, like, wonderful flavors, like cucumber, mint. Honestly, Oscar, I'm so excited about this. Freezy girl, honestly, season five. Freezy girl, Freezy girl, Freezy yeah. girl should be a guest because she is <laughs> a queer icon. Absolutely. Ask any gay man that's been to Hanlon. She does. They know who Freezy girl is, Literally. even though we don't know her name. We know who Freezy girl oh, is. Of course. This is so funny okay, to me. bring bring Freezy girl on 2021. <laughs> like we need to get her on the show. Oh my god. Um, thank you for that passionate and and just like really well, is there specific anything that gives answer. You hope? So I think you've already answered this, but is there anything that gives you hope for? This this future. Uh, well, this survey. Okay. If, if all the gays organize the way we can and tell the city, hey, we need more, like bringing it from the Sahara. I don't care. Wherever you can find sand, bring it over and build that. You know, like make those yachts go further back. They're like owning the like what used to be shore and just like coming closer and closer to the shore is like push them back you heard it here first yachts yeah <laughs> get yachts. out of our space I mean unless you're inviting me over <laughs> don't get close to the shoreline <laughs> Tom is yacht phobic apparently <laughs> uh, <laughs> no too many puns that are just uh, that are just left alone <laughs> Um, I've been I've been go going to Hanlon's to see the sunset recently, and it's pretty wonderful. Have you? Yeah, strongly I, suggest. Admittedly, I haven't been in a few years. Um, I should go. It's quite the trek. It yes. is. And for someone with no free time, it's yes. um, difficult to do that. But There is also a part of Hanlon's, like the cruising section down at the end, which can become like a circuit gay-ish. And so, oh, so I do that's have... where you go. Um, no, I mean, I have, but You no, walk by, of you. course. You exactly. want to pay your respects to our ancestors. <laughs> exactly. They've, they've built those paths of which we walk upon. <laughs> like, ah. sexy cruising, I love, but I do have some queer friends that find it an unsafe space because of how, like, jacked and, like... Yeah, like, I was going to say, is it, like, is it a, a safe space for for all bodies? I do know people that, that say no and that, okay. that feel uncomfortable there. So maybe that's another so thing for the future. The yeah, and, you know, like, make Hanlon's um, more inclusive. Right. Well, and that little secret cove used to actually be connected. Like, you could, you used to be able to walk on the shoreline to the secret cove, but now it's, like, yeah, it feels oh, like a right. more segregated area, uh, you know, so... 
if we had just had more beach. Right. Resident geographer historian yeah. Oscar. Fucking. <laughs> like, so if, if our listeners want to get in touch with Oscar, go to Hanlon's Beach. Yeah, yeah. literally. Find him in I'm the secret. I'm going to be promoting coat. the movie on yeah. Dick Wick today. Yeah. Buy him a goddamn Freezy from Freezy Girl. Tip Freezy Girl. Oh my god. Um, can we circle back to the film yes. for a little bit? Yes. I'm wondering. Um, I mean, you already told that amazing story about Lucy Lou high-fiving you, which I'm still not over. Um, do you have any other, like, behind-the-scenes moments that you want to share or, like, things that really stayed with you from production? Oh, sure. I have two stories with with one, each of the, the other two stars. So with Jackie Weaver, um, when I, as I was arriving to Halifax, like, I was, like, really feeling myself that previous summer because I had all these curls. So, like, I, you know, I... I collaborated with a bunch of photographers from like from Instagram Mm -hmm. and so I was putting on a lot of thirst traps of course as I arrived to set I was like you know liking commenting adding all of those uh, other actors on Instagram and so at the beginning Jackie Weaver I was actually following me um, and I was so excited I was like oh my god Jackie Weaver's my friend on Instagram but then one but then I noticed that she unfollowed me and so like but we were still like recording and I'm like Jackie like what's going on I noticed that you like unfollowed me from Instagram she was like yes well I do like your picture this is my non-attempt at making an Australian accent Uh, (laughs) let's hear it (laughs) she was like well you know I really liked your pictures but I'm an old woman and your pictures were very racy I didn't want people to think I was a pervert Oh my god! You were too sexy for Jackie Weaver. That is a fair note, and I totally understand. (laughs) I want an icon to unfollow me because I'm just so naked online. That's like a life goal for me. By the way, if you want to see these thirst traps, you can follow me at totesum.com. Not dot com, just at totesum. T o t e s o m. Amazing. T o t e s o m. Yeah. Get some thirst traps. Absolutely. More to come. Is anyone thirsty today? (laughs) We have somebody to quench. Anyone got some Palm Bay? (laughs) Sponsored by. Not Mm -hmm. Palm Bay. That's wonderful. Yeah. And then the other one with Adrian was, I mean, it's a moment that unfortunately got cut in the film, but there was a a, a little section in the script that said tequila and Nathan. Rim job? Uh, Adrian, well, Adrian's character, they, they lock eyes and sparks fly. That was the, the explanation on the script. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm like sparks flying. No problem. Uh, and so we're shooting the scene. You know, we're kind of looking lo- lo- like looking lovingly at what's happening on the stage. And so we do one take. All right, cut. Our director, Tom Fitzgerald, comes over. He's like, all right, let's let's do that again. But just. You know, maybe just like long guys for a little longer. And then Adrian, who I didn't ex- expect him to suggest this, he was like, well, Tom, do you think this would be like one of those situations where like, you know, Nathan just kind of like pushes tequila against the wall and just like kisses her passionately because just because the emotions are so high. And I'm like, Tom, that's a that's a very good idea. I really think that we ought to give that take a try. And Tom was just like very, very chill, as he always is. Just like, no, that's a different movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like no, no, I, I really, I really think that that would happen. Yeah. I really strongly think that that would happen. And I was like, Tom, you can cut it later. I really think that you ought to try. I love that. That's this so change. extra, of Adrian. Too. <laughs> literally, lock eyes and sparks. Fly. And I was like, I was thinking it, but you read my mind, baby. Clearly, sparks are flying. Like, <laughs> oh my god. So then later that night in your hotel room. <laughs> I wish. I'm joking. Oh, that's amazing. Um, can we quote at you? 
Pardon? Can we quoff at you? Quoff at you? It's yeah, our lightning round. Oh, yes. Right, it's, right, right, right. It's uh, Elliot over a tranquil aqua sea ejaculating. Those words <laughs> put together the amount of sense, Tom. Uh, would you like to start the quoffing today? Yes, I would. Oscar, mm-hmm. what are your pronouns? My pronouns? Well, to quote Stage Mother, it's a time of day issue. Oh God, uh, <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, what is your favorite swear word? My favorite swear word. I mean, fuck is so versatile, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, when I can, I try to use faggotry. Oh, oh, so good. Faggotry is great. <laughs> <That> extra little <laughs> RY really does a lot. <laughs> What's your favorite body part? My favorite body part uh, on other people would be like... If they have like really nice earlobes, mm. I love I love playing me with some earlobes. Sexy. Uh, on me, that's faggotry. That's the faggotry. <laughs> and on me, uh, I guess I'll say my arms. My arms have always been, you know, there with me and the entire gorgeous, the entire my entire life. Stay by your side. Um, you I like- am not up in arms on the, over that answer. Get out of here, Tom. Do you like attached or detached earlobes? Uh what do you mean? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you, some earlobes are attached to the body and some aren't. Oh, you have attached earlobes. Oh. Yeah. And I do I, not. Is you that know right? what? Yeah. I didn't know that that was the, the term to call them. I mean, honestly, the fleshier the better. Oh, mm. I love that. You heard it I here love a first. Fleshy earlobe. Earlobe. <laughs> I love the faggotry of a fleshy earlobe. <laughs> so this next question is controversial for some people. Do you have a favorite movie or just a, a film that you really like in general? Um, I would have to say the 1990s recording of Cats the Musical. <laughs> Can you sing for us? Recently watched. I recently watched that. It's troublesome. Oh my god, it's a masterpiece. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your favorite song from it? Uh, Mongo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. It was. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the new movie of it? I did. It I did. Was Honestly, a you know, wild ride. It's a wild ride. I hope it it becomes one of those things like the room where it's just like there's parts of it that. Yeah don't make sense but somehow it's still good yep I have to admit Jellicle Songs for Jellicle Cats is still on my gym playlist um, I, <laughs> I the office the job that I just left last week um, our office hates the Jellicle Cats song that you just mentioned <laughs> so at some point randomly during the day I would just start blaring the Jellicle Cats and they all wanted to be dead and I guess that's why I don't work there anymore but that's why Tom um, oh god cat you know what um Mr. Mistopheles mm-hmm. did something to my penis. I, listen, Mr. Mistopheles is one of those like secret queer babies out yeah. there. I love that. Like, That's I the just want to like you can come project in his and, hat. Of course. Here's why yeah. Katz is brilliant because in the recording, not the movie, of course, because they like try to shove exposition, but in the in the from the <laughs> stage show, you can project anything onto these cats. That's why it's brilliant. You can. You know, you can be Mr. Mistopheles, or when you're feeling a little naughty, you can be a Mongo Jerry. Oh, thank you for seeing that. I'm going to record that. I'm getting that tattooed on my Literally body. same. That's my alarm to wake up to every single morning. The hope that you're imparting today, Oscar. Oh, wait, it's my turn, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because I just want to talk about cats for another hour. Um, what's your favorite mythical creature? My favorite mythical creature uh, is definitely a griffin, mm. which is like the eagle, half lion, winged thing. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty cool. Love that. Although, I mean, Pokemon are also sort of like, I, you know, Lugia would be like another Ugh. favorite mythical creature Pokemon thing. What a good answer. No I've never heard Pokemon of that yet. one. 
Um, it's the Luglia is the big white like bird, right? Yeah. It's kind of like if an orca had wings. Oh, gorgeous! <laughs> um, what's your favorite noise? My favorite noise. Um, for a really long time, I liked I liked washing machine sounds, hmm. just because I, you know, if you really think about it, and hopefully after I say this, when a washing machine is functioning, or at least the old sort of like top loading machines. It kind of sa- sounds like they're saying their own name. They're like, washing, 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 washing. <laughs> uh, that is the best answer we've ever received. This podcast is done. There's no point in continuing. We season, should have started with this. Literally, podcast. season over. Aaron O'Toole, no, fuck off. Washing machine. Washing machine, washing machine. It's so true. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm never... You know what? You've ruined washing machines for me. I'll never be able to hear it ever washing again. Washing machine. Ew, don't ever you say it. It's back to normal. Um, <laughs> do you have a celebrity crush? Um, celebrity crush, Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. or Lin-Manuel Miranda, just because they're both so talented. Oscar Isaac has the career that I want. Mm. And Lin-Manuel... You look a little like a young Oscar Isaac. Can oh. I say that? Oh. From your lips to God's ears, baby. <laughs> Oh, uh, and Lin-Manuel is just so freaking talented. Yeah. Sexy. Do you have a queer icon? Nathan Lane. Oh, yeah. Great answer. Nathan Lane. He's he's the voice of Timon on... Uh, oh, he's the producer. He's also Foxy Cleopatra's decoy yes. and Austin Powers oh gold member. And, of course, <laughs> yes. the birdcage. And the birdcage. Yeah. He has a wait, nice... Hold on. No. LA, have you never seen the birdcage? I've never seen the birdcage. Um, listeners, I'm so sorry. We have to cut that because I can't have the listeners know that you. I'm just cut it. as if a host. I had a straw in this drink, that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, uh, jumping off the balcony. Um, <laughs> what? What do you wish you knew more about? What do I wish I knew more about? Um, I wish. I wish I knew how to be more productive. Mm. Because there's so many things that I like, I want to do, and obviously, like at the end of the day, it's sort of like me and my only, I'm the only sort of like thing getting in my way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish I knew how to block that and just be like, ah, oh, I'm super productive, and look at all these projects I'm working on. When you find out, please tell me. I need that information. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> um, what would your friends say is your best quality? Uh. My laugh, I think. Cute. <laughs> I love that. Agreed. Um, agreed. <laughs> As if I know. As, if As we your go best friend. One hour <laughs> ago. <laughs> what are you most grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful to be in Canada. Honestly, like, I mean, I left Colombia when I was nine. Obviously, just following my mom. I had no choice in the matter necessarily. But, like... You know, in hindsight, and even sometimes when I have conversations with my mom, she's just like, I do wonder how different you would have been had you grown up in Colombia mm, or even yeah. in the States, because we lived in the States for three years before right. we moved to Canada, because it was here in Canada that I discovered theater through this like wonderful program in London at the Grand Theater. The high school project. I'm going to plug that because it's an amazing experience. We love the high school project. We've talked about uh, we've talked about it before. The oh, that's amazing! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The high school project like, like literally it's changed fabulous. my life. Yeah. It's how I found out a that this is where I, what I needed to do with my life when I find out that I was gay, and yeah. So it's just like it's been so formative, and like I've worked thankfully at the Grand Theater since then. So it's like to me, it's anyway. I love Canada. 
I love Hanlon's Point. I love Toronto. <laughs> I love Canadians. I'm so happy that I grew up here. Amazing. Um, what do you dislike about straight culture? What do I dislike about straight culture? Um, how hard it is for them to sort of let go of the binary, uh, you know, and sort of like the, the judgment or the stigma that comes from that, because it doesn't need to be in it, and it can be liberating for straight or queer. Well said. Um, do you have a queer mantra? A queer mantra? Well, on that note, fuck the binary. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> Nailing it. Yeah. So we like to end every show with um, what we call a double rainbow, which is something nice that's happened either today or in the past week or whenever because time is queer. Um, so you can take some time to think about what that would be for you. Tom, do you have one? Um, yeah, I, uh, I guess I do. I, I left my job in community arts um, to start teaching a class in a classroom mm. of grade seven. And so this past week, I've just been thinking, reflecting on my time. It's also been three years since I've been working there, three years since I moved apartments, three years since I started this podcast. So I wow. seem to like live my life in pods of time. <laughs> so um, I'm thankful for how much I grew as a person. Um before that time, I feel like I was kind of a a, a worthless drunk, and now I'm like <laughs> now you have some now worth. I have things <laughs> now I have like things that I'm good at and things I want to do and I like love that. ambition. That's and, so wonderful. Yeah. I'm proud of so you. So I have that job to thank, even though the last few weeks were a little um, strange mm-hmm. and sad. But yeah, it was nice to to leave. I need sort of big events and big change to reflect right and that's how i sort of like move forward and grow that's so amazing and profound your roommate's just stripping behind you yeah. on the balcony and it's getting a little bit distracting fucking that terrible. gives me hope for the queer that's, future yeah. that's the most gemini thing that i could have ever happened. <laughs> i'm saying this story and my roommate is stripping behind us sexy um mine is way less profound than that i've been going to the beach a lot lately hanlon's point specifically all right, all right. it's been fantastic i'm trying to just soak up the last bit of summer um before we have to wear sweaters every day so Totally. That's, that's just mine. It's my double rainbow. Right. Yeah. We're not th- we're not at the rainbow that I want you to give, but we'll be we'll get there soon. We'll get there soon. Yeah. Oscar, what's yours? Um well, the double rainbow, which has become a triple rainbow now, was A, stage mother coming out. Uh B, being part of Dirk Work. <laughs> yes. Oh my <laughs> and god. <laughs> also, that it's your third year anniversary. Oh, that's you're fantastic. so sweet. Congratulations. I'm so glad that you kept doing it and that i'm here today thank you so much that's so lovely um on that note listeners if you want to help dickwick continue to do what it does um you can head to doyouqueer.com there's a link to our patreon you can buy our merchandise which just directly goes back into keeping the show afloat um you can send us messages you can send us hate mail which we would love to get um come be a guest you can contact us send a friend's name if you want them to be a guest yeah rate review and subscribe yeah um review I, every week I feel like, please review, and then nobody does. So then I feel like you all hate me. Yeah, so, well, actually, that's not going to work because they do probably hate oh, you. Shit, but right. if you don't hate me um, or Oscar even, then you should go and write a review um, on iTunes. Oscar, can you plug your handle one more time? Of course, yeah. So if you want to see more Stage Mother news or Thirst Traps, uh, follow <laughs> at Totesome on Instagram. That is T-O-T-E. T-O-T-E-S-O-M. What does it stand for? 
totes Oscar Moreno. Oh my oh, god, amazing. <laughs> I was going to ask that, but I was like, no, don't be a dumb bitch. <laughs> Too late, Tom. Um, also, make sure you head over to Google Play, um, YouTube, iTunes, rent or buy Stage Mother. Stage Mother. Guys, if it's, you know, it's a sweet little confection of a film. Oh. You'll um, laugh, you know, you'll cry, hopefully. You'll enjoy the performances. Cute. I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. We're, we should have watched it today already. We should've, we're I should have sent you a link for but, it. Oh, my bad. Okay. No, no, I want to support it. No, no, no. It's exciting. Um, I don't want this to end. Um, but it has to. But it has to it end. Has to. All good things must. Truly. So, and Oscar, thank Oscar you again. Oscar has to get to Headlands. Oh, my God. True. We <laughs> can't, you, you all have to see him now. <laughs> we can't keep you from <laughs> Freezy destiny. girl is fucking Freezy waiting. Freezy girl needs her troops. Assemble. <laughs> Without further a queer, we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Farewell. Queer. 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 Queer.